surprise, surprise. I actually had no idea this whole DC fandom thing was going on. Or the DC fandom. Whatever that weird pun is. But, um... Yeah, they got creative with, um... With calling it what they called it. No, that's not creativity. They're, they're, they're trying to they're trying to establish their own Comic-Con, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fair <laughs> enough, you know? That's what Sony did with the whole video game industry they didn't even show up at e3 the one year but who yeah. needs it like N- sony nintendo they just do their own thing because no, you know and what? it makes sense when when you have that much like like so much weight like to carry like they they have so many of those like big ass kind of um properties the batman the supermans of the worlds you know mm-hmm. so like yeah why, why do they got to share the, the the pool with marvel it's kind of smart what they did it's kind of weird because yeah when going back to like the E3 stuff, it's always like, well, who won Xbox or Sony? And it's like, well, you can't really compare them anymore because like they're not competing at the same event. So it's like, I think it's smart for DC and Sony and Nintendo to sort of branch off and do their own thing and then let the hype generate itself because the people that are going to tune in, we're going to tune in anyways. Exactly. Right. And I've let the hype sort of envelop more people into the hype bubble rather than like trying to get prying eyes away from other properties onto yours this th- yeah, i think this is I, the better way to to spread more like positivity to get better press for your own shit yeah. this way instead of sharing the hype train pretty much exactly they, they're they're riding their own train so let's get into it like there's a lot of new stuff that that <clears throat> came out a lot of new announced uh films and projects yeah and a lot of interesting trailers, I should say. Interesting is a good word for it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it got me hyped. I, I the first trailer, yeah. Let's get into the main event of the evening. I'm not waiting till the, till like most yeah, UFC no. fights, waiting four hours into it. No. Um, so the Batman, the movie coming up starring the Battinson, Robert Pattinson. Um, yep. The man went dropped- from um, vampire to bat, so... He's, 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 I don't know. Vampires are connected to bats too. So, to be honest, he, someone someone dig, with that. Someone dug up uh, like a Reddit post from 15 years ago. And it's like, what if Robert Pattinson's the next Leo DiCaprio? And everyone hmm. was laughing at him. I'm just like, I don't know. He's kind of doing the the thing now. He's gonna be Oscar. He, he's gonna get the Oscar. Yeah, just, yeah. Not One not with the Batman, but like no, no. Give, but sometime soon, probably. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um. Oh. Man, this trailer looks good, and which is what's surprising is they've only filmed fifteen to twenty percent of the movie. Yeah, and they're they filming it right now like as we talk. Yeah, and yeah, they already have a trailer. The movie doesn't come out till October of next year, so it comes out around Halloween, which I think is perfect for like the tone of what we saw in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't feel at all like any kind of superhero movie comic book movie trailer that i think we could like link anything to you know it's again what um what dc's doing rather than leaning into the superhero tropes like marvel sort of does they're sort of trying to make movies but with superhero characters so yeah joker was that character study taxi driver you know oscar bait movie which worked and then um it seems like they're running with that philosophy of making movies now where it's it's like give the creator give the filmmaker their you know creative freedom essentially yeah don't they're not doing what marvel essentially does which is plan everything to a t trying to make a cinematic universe i think 
they're beyond that now. They're they're at that point where they said, "Fuck it, we can have two Batmans. We can mm-hmm. have three Batmans." You know, you're old enough well, to figure this out at a certain point now that yeah, there's you know. We'll all get that it, kind I'll of get stuff, into that so. a little later about the multiple Batman things, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It seems like this is not a superhero movie. It is a crime thriller. Like absolutely, so, someone absolutely. So I saw someone compare it to like this is comparable to the trailer for Seven. With well, uh, yeah, I was thinking yeah. the same thing. Seven, um, a lot of David Fincher's old movies, Seven being one of them, Zodiac, um, just that whole kind of noir crime thriller. It, it, it's it's it's, I think going for that to a T almost where. You get a Batman who is an earlier Batman. I think, you know, Matt Reeves, the director, said we're in year two mm-hmm. of seeing Batman, which I think we, we talked about that before. You also said the same thing before, which is kind of cool. So he's, it's not year one. He's not in, like, figuring out, you know, his costume, his look. This is a Batman that's trying to figure out his methods, what is going to work for him, what's going to... We're gonna, not going to get a, we're not going to get a get, grapple hook montage. We're going to... He's no. got, well, we don't of... know. There was there was a grapple hook shot that was pretty cool in there. Okay, we're not gonna get like him trying but... to figure out how to use the grapple hook and whatnot. But um, no, it seems we're not like... gonna get a veteran Batman. We're not getting Ben Affleck in the warehouse in in mm-hmm. ben, Batman versus Superman. We're getting something much ground, more grounded, much more uh, grittier to like what what like what would just you know a kid dressed up in a bat suit be doing? You know, who has martial arts skills? Who, who's rich? Who has a lot of his martial arts uh, skills? I mean, that's that's taking it. Lightly. I wouldn't even call that fight, and that was a straight. I would say murder, man. <laughs> that was like MMA to an extreme. That's yeah. I was gonna be honest. Like this trailer was kind of sleeper for me for a bit until that hit, right? And really, like, actually, mm. actually going through and watching them again, it's watching the trailer again. It's like ah, it wasn't actually that sleeper. The 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 first parts are actually there's some there's some interesting things going on. Some nice nice touches, but like. Man, man, that fucking... When it gets to that one shot of um, when he's just taking down the... Mm-hmm. Who, whoever that goon is, you know, it kind of looks like he's like a Joker goon. Like, one of those kind of things. Like it, mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about the Gotham that they're that they're setting up here. That's one of those things that really interests me about this, um, this new Batman story in the world that they're creating. So, the director, Matt Reeves, said he's, he's getting into a really... Uh, grounded level of storytelling where you know he wants it he wants Gotham to be its own character which it is in every story of it's like as integral to a Batman story as any of the villains or any of the side characters right so like in this story we're really going to get into the um the mythology of the corruption and how the crime families run it opposed to the cops and the police and like you know there's all those things that tie into place into Batman's history so it's going to be cool to see um, that mythology really kind of come out in, in in less of a superhero kind of way, more of a detective crime thriller-esque, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it's like that defining trope of Batman, like where he comes to push the city in one direction, but the city somehow pushes back. So it's, well, it's good to see, you know, sort of, we're sort of getting that in, in this Gotham. But um, I wonder if they're going to, again, like aesthetically, it's like a mix between that um, New York style Gotham and that, which is my, like, and then the Victorian Gothic style Gotham, which is yeah, my favorite. Yeah, I, I love that they're going for almost a, a middle of two of them, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like, 
I, I I don't know if you watched the uh, the actual like press of the whole kind of uh, directors speaking about the the movie coming out and stuff like the fandom press thing. But uh, he was talking about how they wanted it to feel like it's an American city that you haven't been to before. You know, it's not like uh, Nolan's Batman had. It was very obviously like downtown Chicago or Manhattan or Philadelphia, you know, those kind of very iconic American locations. And that's what it wants you to feel. This Gotham where, you know, they film scenes in England, in the UK, and they're going to use CGI to kind of complement that. They're creating, uh, like you said, it's going to have those gothic elements that a lot of the comics kind of touch on and which is really, you know, those that's that's Batman to me, I think, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of... um, is it too much? I look for at it me, in the other way. Is it too much to ask for from me a, a shot of Batman perched in a gargoyle? Because like, oh, dude, like I, is it too much? I don't know. I feel like that's that's understandable to be able to put into a movie, and I want it. I just ha- want to see. Well, it. you don't you don't remember the shot from um, Justice League that has that? I do, but I don't want to remember Justice League exists until the Snyder Cut until comes yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Yeah, I just saw it in the trailer. Yeah, we'll get to the trailer of that too, but uh, the trailer of Justice League had that little shot of exactly what you just said. Um, that kind of stuff excites me, you know, that kind of visual visual intensity that Zack Snyder's movies bring. That's cool. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, back to Batman for a second, though, like real quick. Uh, another thing that was cool about this, and we were talking about this a while ago, the Batmobile. And, right. and an extension of that, the Batcave. And how that speaks to this Batman story and his aesthetic, right? Like it's 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 more grungier, it's more punk, like you know. Yeah, it's, it's like a him, Batman it's and him doing his own thing. Of. I don't think he's found Lucius yet. It's just him. No, it doesn't seem. I don't think they've casted Lucius in this movie. I literally think it's him and Alfred. That's the Bat Squad um, mm-hmm. in this movie. Doesn't Andy Serkis play Alfred in this movie? Yeah, yeah. We get to That's hear so a bit weird. of him in the trailer too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird this, you know, like hearing about the casting, but it, it seems like a really Hollywood movie. It seems like they cast all the A-listers who like you use you, you read the casting and you think, yeah, like this sounds like they just went for it. They got the best of the best or just A-list names for each role. And, you know, almost like unsure of how it's going to work, like Colin Farrell playing the Penguin and Paul Dano playing the Riddler, you Did know, you? so it's. Did you see Colin Farrell in this trailer? I did. How yeah. unrecognizable is he, man? Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like that came out of nowhere. That's like I know. It's like I was I was really concerned when Colin Farrell was cast as Penguin because like I can't be having a handsome Penguin. I'm sorry. There's well, that. See, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, are, is that what they're doing? Is that are they going for like the clean? Are they subverting your expectations? Almost like the Lex Luthor kind of a uh, portrayal uh. of in the other Batman's and stuff. But um, no, it's it's. It's like a true to kind of true to form penguin almost, you know, like that yeah. grotesque penguin. No, it's very, everything seems very comic booky, but not over, over overly comic booky, right? I, I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it. It's like, it feels more like a Batman comic, whereas the Ben Affleck one felt more like, I don't know, like a, a Batman cartoon. And then mm. the old ones felt w- like it's still Batman, but it's way too realistic. It didn't feel like a comic. It's a it's a if, movie. Like the the Nolan ones are like a benchmark film. Like yeah, I we wouldn't be getting this Batman without the Nolan. Like this kind of takes it a step further, um, mm-hmm. almost you know into like just like 
I keep saying gritty, but like that's what I get from it. Just everything but it still feels tone. like a comic book movie to me. Though. I I don't see. I don't even get that from it. Like it's like when I watch the Joker trailer, like until he puts on the makeup and everything, and like really until you see Batman in the full costume, you, you I don't get the sense of a Batman movie. Like when I saw the trailer for the first time, and it doesn't show Batman for the first like thirty seconds. He's just walking to a hallway, and they're figuring out this crime scene. Like it it. There's nothing about it that says superhero movie or comic book movie. No, but no. Fair? Like, right? It's, no, as in, like, it feels like a Batman comic, right? Which are very stylistically different than anything else DC mm. puts out, right? I see what you mean. I see what you mean in the sense of, like, the visual style of the comics. Like, yeah. they're much more... Yeah, I know like, what you mean. Like, the Batman now. suit it's, in this movie isn't, like, some crazy realistic Nolan thing or some mm. weird cartoony bat flick thing it's like no but it's it, got it its is, style it is its still comic book loyal because like those he's got like the military boots and it's like a helmet yeah. with a collar and it's like I don't know it feels more akin like I know what you mean now I, I do feel more of like a comic inspiration not necessarily comic book movie as a genre but like this is a more this is the most comic booky Batman we've gotten in a while. True to form, or like true to the comics. In yeah, a way. yeah, yeah. I think because their whole their whole like interpretation or angle with this Batman is the detective side of him, which is something like the Nolan one. It got into a bit, but he used it more of like you know like a it's almost like a tool in his weapon. But you know, Batman is literally the world's greatest detective. That's what he's known to do. So. It's cool that we're just going to get a straight-up detective Batman. A film noir, you know? Like, that's what this is. What are you pulling up? Yeah. Oh, no. I accidentally uh, hit pause the recording for me, but I, I restarted it. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out in post-production. Anyways. Still learning here. I accidentally hit the space bar. Um, yeah. Uh, the Batman trailer. Good shit. Riddler's scary, man. I don't know. I don't... I was a little iffy on Riddler as a main villain. Yeah. Because he always, he always seemed like a B-plot villain type of guy, but... Um, well, see, like, there's always... With any Batman story or character, you're you're on a fine line of, like, camp and dark, you know? It's, like, teeter-tottering on that. You can go Riddler with the green suit and the, the, the question marks all over, like... There's that Riddler. We've seen that. And this Riddler is, like, fucking the guy from fucking Seven, you know? Like, the killer from Seven type mm-hmm. of shit. So someone said like Riddler in the comics is almost like Saw in a way. Mm. Like Jigsaw from the Saw yeah. movies. Um or at least in the later comics. Like obviously everything in the early comics is campy as fuck and but um I don't know. I haven't consumed too much Riddler content. Yeah, no, as me of neither. Late. I only I'm I'm, so, I'm just kind of aware of the movies interpretations of the Riddler and like the yeah. the TV show, the Gotham TV show one and there's never been, like, a serious Riddler, I guess, right? Like, there ha- there's been the... No. We've gone through all the other phases of the characters and stuff, but this time we're getting... Um, is he the main villain, or is... I had the impression that this is, like, multiple villains in the story kind of thing. Is he... Yeah, there's, like, multiple villains throughout, but the main antagonist the of this movie will be the Riddler. Okay, got you. Yeah, so that's interesting. Like, already off that, I'm kind of... Know, like with it, without watching this trailer, I would have been concerned, like you said. But mm-hmm. with how they're kind of presenting it and and showing this Riddler as as like as a guy who you know he he might have an upper hand on on the Batman, 
there's there's this kind of like plot thread that they might be they're they're teasing a little bit that his history connects to all these murders and um like the the murder of his parents i mean is kind of connected to mm-hmm. to what's going on i don't know that's what i was reading on too but um this movie this movie i wish it came sooner it, it's it's a long ways away well everything's going to get pushed back now for quite a while um more than that a little like yeah like things like aquaman and shazam are coming out till 2022 that's true yeah which is crazy long way but um kind of moving on to another trailer they released um the wonder woman 1984 trailer um i don't know i really liked the first wonder woman movie but like this movie just doesn't appeal to me as much. you're not liking the 80s vibe that they're doing I mean, it doesn't even feel like an 80s vibe. The only thing that feels 80s about it is the promotional material making you think it feels like an yeah, 80s movie. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Right? So it's like, it's not like they're actually making... I don't know. I, they're at, it's not like they're actually making like a 80s-style movie. It's just that they're going to have some funny quirks. Yeah, it, it'll within. have those like occasional callbacks or nostalgia kind of baity things. Yeah. Uh, like it showed the trailer with at the end with the gag about the parachute pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's weird, and it's like I've always thought Cheetah was a really weird villain, um, compared to what like Wonder Woman is. I don't know. It's it's so weird. She, what what? And um, the casting choice for Cheetah was just so strange to me. Mm-hmm. So fucking strange. Um, what what the fuck's her face? Kristen Wiig. Yeah, like, like, I I don't know. I can't even. I just don't get it. Like, I don't, it just seems like they cast her because she's a big name, not because that they could have had a real good actress in there. And like, this is not her sort of. I don't know. Not her lane. You know what I yeah. mean? This is like her. This is the first like serious like villain role I've ever heard of her playing. Everything else I've seen her in have just been like comedies. Those women, yeah, those comedies. Yeah, which is weird to. I th- I agree with you in the way that they're. It's probably one of those castings where it's off the name. Um, and yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm willing to give. Um, I'm willing to give this movie a shot. I'm not gonna lie. Like, the yeah, the cheetah is the main villain thing. Kind of. Um, it looks weird. Like almost like comparatively like seeing them go head to head like i don't i'm not too familiar with her as a character and like what her powers or whatever are and like her origin so it's i'm i'm kind of interested to see how they go toe to toe if it's you know if it looks like one of those things where it's like this shouldn't be a fair fight then you know i'll call it out for that but that it's almost like to say like who is other than aries like i'm not too sure who like really goes toe to toe with wonder woman who is her her like main foe in the comics, you know, like Cheetah is her arch nemesis, arch, exactly. Like, yeah, but it's still not like Batman and Joker level iconic or anything like that. No, it's not Superman and Zod or no Batman and Joker or you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because like the power, like her power level in this, in this Justice League sort of semi universe, not a real universe anymore, is pretty high compared to what it is in a lot of areas yeah and like um if they go for it the angle of 
cheetah is just a, an experiment gone wrong it'll be really unrealistic but well, they've already they established with... that she's a god not cheetah wonder woman that she's a demigod yeah. in this universe so that's right how are they going to make but it within in, you know? within the dc universe there's also cheetah being a magical being as in okay. like yeah magical being like in a in akin to like black adam and shazam that she just has magical powers that magic powers that hurt that are like can hurt Superman and, and Kryptonians and Wonder Woman because I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see what what route they go down. And I don't know. I'm just extremely skeptical because like I don't know if I'll be able to take. I don't know how much, you know, this movie's gonna have to work really hard to make me um, stay invested. When you have a casting choice like you do for Cheetah, and I just I don't know if I'll be able to take it serious or not. Yeah, I don't know. that's fair. Though that's fair criticism. I wasn't too hyped for the first one. Anyways, like I like I watched it in theaters. I thought it was okay. It was like at that point, I guess people were like blowing it up because it was the quote unquote best DC film to come out at that time. I guess because it was it was lighter in tone and it was humorful and like oh you know all those criticisms and yeah whatever. But like I didn't even like it for those reasons. You know, like I the what I liked it for was just it wasn't like um it wasn't a campy superhero movie. It kind of tried to treat its characters a little more seriously in certain situations, certain scenes. Yeah. I did have more fun with the scenarios. Like I like the fish out of water story where mm-hmm. the, you know, it's bringing wonder woman into the modern age and into this or quote unquote modern age. It was like, like 1918 London, something like that. World war one in the first one. And, and so now it's 1984 and it's, mm-hmm. it's like a reverse of that story because you get her boyfriend coming back, Steve Trevor, and so I don't know how that, which I'm not, I'm not happy. About I don't that. know how that works. Like what, uh, I hope that's kind of part of the story in some weird kind of interesting way, but yeah, I don't know how that works, but so it's kind of flipped though. Yeah. So now he's the fish out of the water, which is, I guess a little funny. It's, it, it, it opens up some, some funny scenes maybe, but, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not like it too invested in this movie to even like care enough at this point. Like, you know, when it comes out, I might watch it. But yeah, this trailer mm. wasn't like hyped. It didn't hype me up to like a point where I was like, "Yeah, yo, fuck, this looks great." Like it looks good. It looks like it's a visually exciting movie. But that's that's maybe about it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think of the villains in um, it? You, you talked about Cheetah and the other guy. I don't know who the other villain is. I I don't know what his deal was. He had like three lines in the trailer. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Good old I, good old I Mando in the movie. I didn't. I didn't care enough to to look into it. Yeah. Um, all all I really care about is Cheetah because I'm vaguely familiar with her from the Justice League cartoons and the Injustice video games. So, um, I almost like Wonder yeah. Woman more as, and I'm not trying to sideline her as a character, but I like her in that Justice League position more when she's standing toe to toe with like Superman and Batman because she actually stands toe to toe with them. You know, like she can actually like. Put them she's in their the place mediator between those two yeah, different. Yeah, she's the mediator. Yeah, um, right. So you got, you know, Bruce, and then Superman, and they have like they, this. They weird, got these problems. Weird, they got these issues. They got these like weird, weird problems. Their moms got the same arguing, name and shit. Then, They're like, fuck. Yeah. What exactly. mom are you talking oh, about? Oh, uh, let's not let's not talk about that movie. I'm talking about like the, like actual like in like the no, I know jail cartoon and and the movies and the cartoon movies that is and um the comics how she's sort of like the the middle ground between the two and she's always there being able to compromise while also pulling her weight in the big fights yeah 
So and if anything, um, they rely I, on her more because she's like literally a god. Like you know, as they're Superman, but then like what happens if he's not there? Then your eyes go to Wonder Woman next, right? You're like yeah, but she and she's also like the smartest out of the t- three exactly. because she knows about like all the old gods and yeah. stuff like that, like Dark Side. And she's whatnot, older, so. so she's wiser and. Yeah, and 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 that's an aspect I actually liked about the other film. Like she, there was like she was clear-headed. She was like she was smart, smarter than the rest of the characters, you know. So, yeah, there's there's aspects of what they're doing that I really like. Smart so, but naive, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that left room for growth for her because if she was just yeah. perfect, a perfect organism, then no one could really right like her. But she was naive to, which is where I think the first Wonder Woman movie kind of fails, is because like they're they're telling her all throughout the movie that like even if you just kill Ares like it's not going to stop the war and she finally finds that out from Ares himself but then she kills Ares and then the war stops it's like it fails in that way to where her naivety didn't really come back to bite her in the ass yeah it should have well the end that was my problem with the end of the Wonder Woman movie because it just turns into like the third act becomes just like the any like superhero movie kind of big action scene battle and stuff like that and I really I didn't like that Ares stayed a smarmy British man. I wanted him to take his like, you know, his comics books form, yeah. like his Greek god form. He's like he's like fucking twelve feet tall, yeah, like jet black with red eyes. And like, you're talking about know. weird castings, and you know they got the fucking, they got the werewolf from Harry Potter to play the the villain from. Uh, I know, and which would have been fine and not if, like, Gary Ares... Oldman, not the Gary Oldman werewolf, the fucking nerdy yeah. looking one, you know. But yeah, it would have been fine if Ares, like that was like, just a form he took, and then when yeah, he was actually when he was a god, he he's an actual back badass. To his... Yeah, no, but instead, so, I don't know. Yeah, that was just weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. Any more thoughts on Wonder Woman before we get to the meat, the meat of this one? No. Okay. Good, because. For me, the the um, highly anticipated, actually, what began as maybe the highly anticipated trailer, and you know, the Batman eventually became like the one that made me the happiest. But this one also made me really happy, which was the um, the Snyder Cut trailer. Um, and you know, I've been pumped that this thing is happening, that Zack Snyder is getting a full release for his movie, and it's a really shitty thing that when like a filmmaker filmmaker or filmmakers in general because this happens all the time in the industry um when their visions are just kind of cut you know for whatever reasons yeah money it's usually always money um so yeah he was sort of underhanded and um by the studio and you know for reasons that were beyond his control i believe his did his daughter die mm-hmm. Or his daughter had it. Yeah, there was a so family tragedy, the, and and also yeah. there was like, it wasn't just that. It was even before that they were trying to, you know, they were looking too much, I guess, into like the critics' responses, which was, oh, Batman vs Superman was too dark. We don't like dark. We want funny. We want Marvel, bright colors, blah blah yeah. blah. So I think that came out in their work process. They're like they were after Batman vs Superman, went right into Justice League, right into filming that. And I think got caught up in the backlash that they started rewriting mm-hmm. the script on the spot, you know, started forcing corrections down to Zach. Yeah. And, you know, like when you're in the point of making your movie and now you're being told now make a different movie, that's obviously going to fuck with you and your movie. So, you know, like what we got at the end of the day with Justice League wasn't a Zack Snyder movie. 
it wasn't even a movie. It was just like a Frankenstein, like it was like a three act blob yeah. of, of characters. It was like you an know? amalgamation of a bunch of different studio heads and visions colliding. And it just didn't feel right, obviously. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm not like the biggest Zack Snyder fan to be, to begin with. I, I do think he's, you know, good at visuals and whatnot, but when it comes to actually like writing a story, I don't, you know, I don't think anything stands out to too widely. And, um, but I do agree. It's like, this is the only reason I'm really that invested in this is because I feel like a creative person had their work, um, undercut and they didn't really get a chance to tell what they actually wanted to finish telling. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking, I am really looking forward to this. And I, I, you know, as, as low as bar as it is, um, compared to Justice League, I yeah. do think this is going to be a better film, despite its four-hour length. Yeah, dude, that that oh, that excites me a little bit. But it's four hours. It'll be it'll be released as a TV show. That's what they've said. No, it's you have the choice. You can either watch it as a four-hour movie or watch no. It I I a, know, but there when it comes out initially, it'll come out as a show first. So when when people are watching it, they'll watch it episodically, and then at the end, I think they'll compile it into a movie. I think that's how they'll release it that the, the plan i think and then they'll release it on blu-ray as a full-length feature and all that kind of stuff but you know you said you just said too in like the criticism that you were or criticisms that you're pointing out for Zack snyder i believe honestly all fair criticisms you know you can look at any of his other movies and point out a lot of flaws in writing and he is he's an amazing visual director i think one of the best in just crafting and composing a scene from every you know point of view and every angle of making a scene and framing and all that um but something that as a storyteller of one of his characteristics that kind of i think get undermined or just like forgotten about and something i think you can appreciate just as the type of guy you are and the type of movies you like to watch is just like the kind of like stories he tries to make and set set up you know like he i think with this justice league story he was really trying to create um, like this epic saga almost like a you know like something akin to like a Star Wars or an MCU like this five film multiple arc story you know with like you get into like the history of alien planets and this multiverse and different characters that come from different worlds entirely like you know I think that there was a lot of attention to like mythology of these characters and this just greater scope to that than 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 what we've seen i think you know like we've seen batman before yeah. on a street level but what happens when you put him up to a god and and really like identify that god in the world today and you mm-hmm. know like i know people another criticism that his movies get is they're often like thematically political and like overly political or whatever and like you know like at the end of the day it's really pushing the superhero genre like good or bad you know call it's all subjective at the end of the day good or bad if if you can push the genre to be able to have different conversations new kinds of conversations then you're doing something innovative at the end of the day you know and and visuals aside storytelling aside he's pushing the type of superhero movies that can be made and the type of stories that can be told you know and whether people's opinions about it are good movies bad movies whatever he's trying to make movies that are not at that status quo of what what currently is the status quo you know what i mean like batman versus superman yeah. was not captain america civil war which came out around the same time 
It was like completely. No, but I. I still think it's like there's there's studio meddling from the beginning, of, for sure. Of whatever yeah. DC was trying to do too much and for sure. You know I. You know. It's almost I really like think I him as of as a creative person, despite me not really appreciating his creativity whatsoever. Um, maybe Watchmen. I think that's a I think that's a decent flick, but like. Um, I know actual Watchmen fans are yeah pretty I'm, I'm, by that. And after I read Watchmen, I I hated the movie. Yeah, yeah, I really so, didn't like the movie after. Um, but that's the thing. It's so it's like you don't you don't have to be the biggest fan of him. It's it's not one of those situations where you're you're rooting for the guy almost or like some people are, but you're like I'm rooting for the idea yeah. of what he was allowed to do versus him in general. Yeah, and the situation. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this as an I want the, I want this to become the norm. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? In in a, here here's the tricky line with these kind of things though. You either get to a point where the norm is fans dictate everything, give us this, don't give us that, you know, which is another risky line or where studios have full control and and it's dumbasses that are running shit or, you know. I don't think this is a fan thing. It's got to like, be fans wanted this obviously. It's just got to be sensible Zach people. Snyder, it's got to be sensible people in charge where you know, it's 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 like new leadership now that is making the calls. It, it's got to be that kind of way of working, I think. You know, or just like more open mindedness. Not like hmm, what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is is like again, like I think we talked about this. It's like this has never happened before, to where a director has had his work changed, which happens all the time in Hollywood. But then he has the chance to go back and re-edit and add more to what his original vision was supposed to be and you know i'm i'm not supporting this because i think it would be a good movie or that i like Zack snyder movies i'm supporting this because i like the idea of that being an option for people to do and if a lot of people watch this and this becomes successful then we're going to see more creativity come out of of stuff like this yeah that's what i'm what the ultimate goal is for me yeah with no well to, said like promoting this and watching this it's just it's a hundred percent on just the idea of directors being able to take back some creativity in hollywood yeah and going and sticking it up to the man sticking to the studio and saying the power of people outweighs the power of money pretty much but getting into the trailer here is where the movie starts to sell me right this trailer that shows us these scenes that we have not seen before is the Justice League that I've wanted to see. It's the Justice League that should be seen, not not a ripoff of the Avengers, you know? It should be something... It should be something that is like, holy fuck, you know? This is Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman coming together. Because to me, they're bigger than the Avengers, you know? They're... As as far as... Like, how far back they go and, and um, how popular they are and stuff. Like, the Justice League are more popular superheroes and and it feels like just in pop culture and stuff recently it's not been like respected like that in a way well it used to be like that until it used Marvel to be yeah until the movies i back you know when it was a cartoons it was a different story back you know animated movie days and stuff like that yeah but this movie uh, or this trailer this new trailer it's kind of like i don't know something about it man like something having the hallelujah music in the background the um, the cropping the four by three aspect ratio something about it just made me feel like oh yeah like this is this is gonna be good i'm excited to see this because 
It's going to be four hours long. He's not going to cut any shit out. So we're going to get, like, a, a lot of exposition, a lot of backstory on what the fuck is going on because his other movies didn't give enough of that. So, yeah, let's let's get into it. Yeah. Um, Dark Side. We get to see Dark Side in this. Hello? Shane, you there? Yeah, sorry, sorry, Jesus Christ. My parents leave the ice maker on because they just want fucking margaritas and they forget to turn it off. <laughs> and then here I am trying to record a goddamn podcast at midnight and the thing turns back on. So, anyways. Hey, man, if, if you're already up, make a margarita. Why not? No, no way. No, God, no. Fucking put the Margaritaville away. All right. Um, but Dark Side. But we get to see Dark Side. That's the first shot that we open up with. Which was a bold choice by him, I oh, thought. Yes. Because um, it's like, well, are you really just going to blow that load on us? Yeah, well, right you now? go from not I'd, even, you know, from to the casual viewer, like, you know, just person who's not even that well versed into the backstory of what's going on. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? Or like, you might know who Dark Side is. Like, he wasn't in the movie, in the in the original one. No, he wasn't at all. Well, actually, he was in one shot, but that they did, it was he was all blacked out right. in the shadow. Yeah, and just so, like, like mentioned, you didn't actually get to. Kind of thing. Yeah, you didn't actually physically get to see him, and here he is, like opening shot of the trailer. You know, up and to be honest, I, yeah, I don't really like his look. You don't like his look. No, because it weird. It's weird. It's like it's organic. Yeah, something like I heard. He doesn't have his. I, yeah, he didn't have his armor on, right? Like the blue armor and shit. No, he didn't have his armor. Yeah. On. So something like, I've heard he, about th- that criticism exactly is that this dark side we're seeing isn't like a fully formed dark side yet. Um, there's like something like I'm not too familiar with his comic history, but there's like a phase before he reaches like uh, his like full form or powerful like ultimate power or something like that. So I think right now he's like almost like hasn't reached that his full state remember in the marvel movies you see thanos actually no it's not comparable to thanos actually he kind of looks the same throughout but that anyways that's kind of the criticism or that's the um thing that i heard we'll probably see him pop up later on kind of more fully formed or something like that okay good because like he didn't really look that good to me i don't know it's just like the Omega symbol was like part of his body mm-hmm. and it was his pecs. They were like his fucking pecs or something. Yeah, he's just shirtless and he's got like a Scottish robe on and um I don't know. Yeah, I, it looked a bit video gamey. It it did look yeah, a bit it, video gamey. They still have some time to sort of For fix sure. it up and finish him yeah. off. But um Yeah, I'm not, I don't even want to get hung up too much on the CGI because in all fairness, um the fact we're even getting a trailer is pretty impressive, so yeah, there's a lot of CGI for them to finish along the way. Yeah, so I do hope like they update his look and to more of what he's mm-hmm. what he's supposed to look like in the comics, which is yeah. you know scarier and cooler. Um, his deme- his demeanor is not very even akin to what I'm used to either, which is like that. Well, he's supposed to have like a smooth a stone face, like isn't like very like rough like. Um, yeah, like his face really is supposed stoic. to be literally made of like a. Like it's supposed to be like he's called granite face sometimes. Right. So, yeah, um, I'm really excited also. But to I see like his, like power base how that's shown in the movie, or just his, his like his his like powers like the the how he fucks people. Oh, up, you know, the fucking his, omega he eyes. Fucks people up by having eyes, like. Yeah, 
I think my favorite interpretation of him I've seen is his like he's not even like a character in the story, but like just in terms of how they portrayed him as a fighting game character in, in Injustice Two, and he literally just like walks around with his hands behind his back and just always firing off his omega beams, just doing that. And whenever he, you know, does hit you, he's backhanding you and bitch slapping you. It's like yeah. I really want that dark side. Yeah, where he's just, just manhandling to... people around him. Mm-hmm. And exactly. it's just the most OP power. It's like comically hilarious. So I'm excited to see it. On, on a movie yeah same here um I don't really know what what else to say about this I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna pull it's up just... the trailer because I actually want to go through a couple of frames there. there there's some things I find really interesting about how they're presenting this which is one of them is how it's cropped the aspect ratio what did you think about that right it's not a widescreen aspect ratio and I don't know if this is how the film's gonna come out in, in I don't a think four it's by three crop like or this. It's it's kind of weird. It's a bit jarring. It doesn't really add like I, I don't think it'll, I don't think it would be like that. I think they just did it for the trailer. I hope so. But, but it, it, it I, is I, I look at some I look at some behind the scenes stuff that he posts Zack Snyder and he's editing the movie like this as well in in this kind of crop thing. Um, so yeah, it's I know it wasn't shot intended for a four by three crop. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I might have just been for the trailer just for things to kind of like feel more in, 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 intimate, um, just like more personal, I guess, to the characters. It would be interesting, though, to see a superhero movie like that. I don't know. Yeah, but like the, the thing is about the aspect ratio, and I think we praised it in the lighthouse, but like it, it actually added something to the lighthouse. Yeah, um, well, that was made with in the terms intent of, of, of having that. And I think in this one also we're going to see more of that nightmare sequence that was like teased in Batman versus Superman. I think we and I don't think it's going to be a nightmare sequence in this movie. I think it's actually going to be something that you physically go to. Oh, okay, expand on this. What do you think about it? Well, like we're going to get that that future, like that reality, you think? Yeah, we're going to we're going to see that future. We're actually going to be okay. we're actually going to live through that future and see how it We'll get to the point where Superman you know, turns fully evil, Lois Lane dies, all that. Yeah, you can see Flash in this trailer use the speed force. Yeah, okay, that's is, another one I want to talk about. That that so does look it's like probably going to Yeah. Yeah. They're probably going to expand on his time travel capabilities in this movie. Yo, so this uh, th- I'm trying to form like how structurally this movie works because the theatrical cut, which was about two hours, right? Two hours exactly, because they had an editorial mandate that it had to be under two hours long, which is insane to me. And this movie, the Snyder Cut, is going to be at four hours, so double the length. Like, that's another movie, essentially. So my theory is is that where the theatrical movie ends is actually just the halfway point. And, and there's literally, like, that might be the a minor victory for the characters or something, and then shit will hit the fan after that or something. Like, there, it, th- if you think about it, like, that structurally would not have been the ending of the film. Or or would it? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think how it will work. Like, are we literally going to get... We, we're going to get two hours of stuff we have not seen at all, and I'm just, like, dumbfounded at the potential. No, we're going to get gonna more be. than two hours of stuff we haven't seen because... Sure, more than two, yeah. I don't... We're not we're not keeping whatever Whedon and the execs at, at Warner no, Brothers no. put in, right? We're getting all of what 
Zack Snyder had originally thought of. So it's like most of this movie is actually not going to be what we saw. We're going to see some of the same scenes. Yeah. But um, but um, I don't, I'm not even going to compare it to the, the old plot. I think it's going to be a completely different plot to begin with. I don't think we're going to have... Well, it's gonna Anything it's gonna be mother box related. Happened. It's gonna be mother box related. We're gonna get the invasion of Steppenwolf and Darkseid, right? Probably just Steppenwolf at first as like a maybe more of a minor villain this yeah. time around. Okay, which would be which preferable. would be cool. And yeah. his design looks way. Oh better yeah, for him. sure. He looks more like an alien, like uh, you know, just a fucking alien in this. Like yeah. way cooler, just like the textures and like the his armor and shit like it looks like it looks like part of him like these like needles coming out of him and shit like i don't know uh it, yeah. it all looks really good to me like it looks like a step up from from uh the 2017 one not just not just um in the quality of, of the story or whatever like we're talking about but in uh in like the to- in the tone of what they're trying to give like the color grading these are just visual things that i'm noticing the color grading is like I think just what Zack Snyder was trying to do, which was um, like much more uh, like unsaturated colors and stuff like that. And I know he's bringing back the original music producers for the film, which was Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. So that should be really good too. Because I know that's going to step up the game a little bit too. Yeah, we're going to get a, I don't know, we're going to get a lot more expansion on on characters. I think we're going to get more on the Flash and how he uses the Speed Force. And then I think... I think we're really going to get more on Cyborg because yeah. out of everybody, Ray Fisher, who the one, the guy who plays Victor Stone in Cyborg, he was the most pissed on Twitter and he really wanted the Snyder cut out. Yeah. So it's like, it, there's no telling like what he heard or what was originally planned for the Cyborg character before what they did and they just butchered it. So even from what we um, see in this trailer, which is like some pretty heavy stuff, um, it seems like his story is going to be pretty profound or like integral at least to the overall justice league narrative, you know? And Zack Snyder himself said like his story is the literally the heart of the film. Like it's going to be the emotional center. Um, yeah. So like, I don't want to compare it anymore to the justice league that we saw in theaters because like that was like just a, a really bad movie. But I, I think there's so much interesting things that he's trying to work with and it would be interesting to see how he can pull this off, you know, because this is coming four or five years after the point of what he's made it, after what he's shot. He's not going back to shoot anything again. He's literally just finishing the movie he shot five years ago. So it's going to it's gonna be interesting to see how it all pulls off, I think. Yeah, and like I said, we've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. So. All right. Um, moving on to video games. Um, this is a weird one that got announced, but Gotham Knights. Yeah, I wasn't expecting um, this. No, neither was I. And I was really confused at first because I thought it was a sequel to Arkham Knight, but it's not yeah. because it's like a completely different... I think it's a different world. Line with, it's a different Batman yeah. universe entirely now. So it's weird, but it's kind of like a spiritual successor in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It looks cool, though. Kind of. Yeah, the trailer was cool because I wasn't one expecting it to be that. I thought it was going to be an Arkham Knight sequel as well. So like you know, hearing the oh, this is the death of Batman, and then you're like, oh wait, but am I am I going to play as Batman in this game? And the trailer keeps going. And you're like, oh, I don't I don't think I'm going to play as Batman in this game at all. No, but what's cool is well, they released a trailer and there was a gameplay demo as yeah. well. Yeah. 
So the trailer showed that you can play as, you know, Robin, Bat-Girl, not Bat-Woman, Bat-Girl, Nightwing, and Red Hood. And each of them seem like to be, like, um, their own characters with their own movesets and their own skill trees because when they showed the gameplay demo, they said they were playing as Batgirl and they were about 12 hours into her progression. So 12 hours into a single character's progression alone. And then there's four different characters that you can play as. It's, that's a lot of content. And there's yeah. like, and they said there's different story arcs. So it's not just one overall story. Like there's different arcs you can play through. And it seems like it's going to be like sort of a um, a platform of a game to where they can continuously add stories and continuously add characters as DLC and, and as you go along. And um, it could be a good game to get into. Yeah, that that would be cool. I think uh, seeing seeing the potential of this, like I think. Uh, the idea of like it being a co-op and you can play as more characters in the world of Batman and so that means you know different different characters means different rules different gameplay styles like you were just saying so that's cool like uh, they were yeah that was interesting to me like being able to play as Red Hood and and the difference between that and like Robin which was like I hadn't seen like I don't know what that Robin's based off of like nothing in the movies I would guess but yeah it seemed like a really like different new take on a batman game yeah there seems to be gear as well because in the trailer they showed him having the classic robin outfit but in the gameplay demo he's um dressed up as red robin yeah i hope so i in in games like this you want there to be some like customization or different character costumes stuff like that you know that's always fun yeah so that was a weird trailer but would you get this game when it comes uh, out i'll I'll, I'll need to see more. I'll, I'll check it out. Though. Yeah. Like, I, need, I do need to see more, though. It is co-op, though, so we could have some yeah. fun with that. I'm a bit iffy on it uh, still. Like, yeah, it's it, it looks cool. But then then they release, like, another game or they announce another game the same the same kind of day, pretty much, which is similar, um, which yeah. is the Suicide Squad game. And that's, Well, that was just a cinematic trailer. I didn't see any of like, No, no, yeah. That wasn't... That's coming out a year after the fact, too. I think in 2022. So there's more time for that. We didn't see any gameplay, but we know it's a co-op player game and it's um open world and you're basically the suicide squad trying to kill superman so on a concept level this is more interesting to me than gotham knights on a concept level i don't know i'm not like that endeared by the suicide squad um It'd be interesting that they have that this much faith in it as a property now to make an entire video game. Sure, that surprised me a lot too, because uh, I didn't expect that. Like I, you know, I I would think like a Deadshot game would be cool because Deadshot, you know, his skill set is interesting as a as a like mercenary weapons guy, you know, assassin whatever. That's a cool game by itself. But this is taking multiple characters in that team and like expanding on that in a similar way, I guess. Or as I, I kind of only assume as as the Gotham Knights game will, where each character has their own skill trees and expandable and customizable options and stuff. So, yeah, like I don't I don't know enough about like those characters to expect anything. So I'm I'm from that point of view I'm like I'm interested to see uh, how they would do that. Like how Harley Quinn as a as an action character you know in a video game progresses and how that would be fun to play. Because it, it mm-hmm. could not be. Like, it's really risky, like you said. It, it could just be, like, what are what are they trying to do here? This doesn't seem fun, but it, it also could turn out to be really fun. So, yeah. yeah. 
I never like to base a game off its cinematic trailer or cinematic introduction trailer. So, um, but it does look like it's ha- it has a lot of personality at least. It looks so. yeah, personality for sure. It it looks funny, um, funnier than like other video games, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things that they showed. Um, speaking of Suicide Squad, they had the Suicide Squad sneak peek. So it wasn't it was a trailer, but not a trailer. There's no story details, but they showed a bunch of behind the scenes stuff and um they had like uh meet the characters in a weird sort of another roll call kind of a thing like i thought they yeah, were gonna yeah. i thought they were gonna ditch that after the old suicide squad movie that made me laugh a little bit yeah, the fact they no. did that again yeah it's um man they're really trying to sell this movie just off of james gunn oh yeah yeah you know what I mean? Well, if you think about it, the only reason there was a Suicide Squad in the first place, like the first one, was I guess DC's response to Guardians of the Galaxy, and you there you can tell like from the first trailer of Suicide Squad, which was like the Comic Con trailer, and I distinctly remember this because, like, when that trailer dropped and it was you know they're trying to present this in the same vein as Batman vs Superman and that world, which is this dark and gritty world and you know heroes are not good guys necessarily there could be bad guys so you know it was it was leaning on the darker side so i was on that front i was intrigued and then you fast forward like seven eight months later they drop another trailer and now it's got bohemian rhapsody in the background it's got all these colors and like pop iconographies and like it just turned into a different movie in the marketing so what I'm trying to say is the whole time, like they were trying to be James Gunn and now they finally got James Gunn. So they're like, we did it. Like, you know, like they're kind of like amping themselves up a little bit there. Yeah. It's, it's a really weird that you're <laughs> like, and I get like selling a movie off of a director. Like I wouldn't be seeing Tenet if it wasn't for Christopher Nolan. Exactly. But it's not like, like when the, before the Tenet trailer came out, it's not like, Everyone was like, oh my god, look at this new Christopher Nolan movie. It's just going to be amazing. Oh my goodness. I can't help but... And it just feels as though like this is sort of DC mooching off of Marvel's nipple. You know what I mean? Because like James Gunn, um, all his hard work and all of what he did throughout Guardians of the Galaxy and the Marvel Universe... Um, that's sort of how he made more of a name for himself in the general public, and they're using that name now as a means to promote this movie. And yeah, that's that's almost unintended. Like, that's a weird situation though, because like the circumstances of even why he's making this movie is like, like he would ne- he wasn't supposed to make this right. Like he got fired from Marvel, and so they like DC snatched him up after they're like, okay, fuck, dude, you're free come make a movie with us and he was like yeah i'm free all right bet let's make suicide squad you guys literally tried to make that movie in my style so let me make it in my style so in 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 a in a weird way it's a win-win situation for all of them because he's still going to go back to making guardians galaxy he's making his version of a suicide squad which is what i think they were trying to do (laughs) like i i don't know because that other suicide squad movie was crap but it, it it seems like this is like the the intention or, or the um the goal of what they're trying to make Suicide Squad into is kind of falling in place, you know. Like I, I see what you're saying though. It's it's but uh, he, you know like he he won't. I don't think he'll ever leave that that like the 
the weight of the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. Like that that movie, those movies put him on the map. So any movie he makes will always be. It'll always say like from the creator of Guardians of the Galaxy or from the director of Guardians of the Galaxy one and two and whatever. It'll you know he'll always have that to carry with him. Yeah. But it's just coincidence, or it's just kind of weird timing that like right after Guardians he's making a DC movie so that observation is it's just it's really apparent yeah for sure it just it just feels like a residue of that old Warner Brothers that just tried to fast track everything in DC the Marvel way yeah um, I feel you it is it is it just has that vibe coming from it for some reason so I I, um, I can I can feel that but like as soon as I saw like the trailer and I and just overall in this whole DC fandom thing like whether that was the case initially like when he was hired i feel like i want to feel at least that the direction they're going now is less of looking at what marvel is doing at what the other guys are doing and more of let's just do what we can do best with our characters because they have they have some of the best characters in the games to work with and like really if you just treat them with respect give your filmmakers the creative freedom and and like really believe in them then we can get some interesting shit. We can get some really cool shit. So, and and that's what I hope is going forward from from what we saw. And uh, yeah, I'll just go see this movie because John Cena. Yeah. Oh, that. If there's one thing about this that really pumps me up is to see John Cena in that. He might role. even have a big role, but like in his little interviews, like, "What's my character? I'm an asshole, Captain America." Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Say less. And then, say yes. nothing less. So like. Yeah. I, I have high hopes for him. And so now James um, Gunn has worked with Dave Batista, turned him into like a comedic actor. He's gonna work with John Cena now. And John Cena was already funny, oh, like in other movies. Yes, but, please, actually. But like yeah, I mean, Oh my god. Oh. Okay. I can't wait. Anyways. Um what else do we get? We got some we got a weird teaser for Black Adam. Yeah, it was just like the rock pretty much talking over some concept art, which I guess like nothing much to talk about in it like other than i don't know i guess i'm kind of interested into it i don't know like that black the whole black adam thing has been talked about for like 10 years now it feels like like he was literally cast as black adam before like man of steel was made i think so i don't know when this movie comes out like i'll 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 think about it actively again otherwise it's it's still in the passive side of my brain i don't i don't know how to feel about this like after a thousand years slumber, I wake up with an American accent. Yeah, like, at five thousand, five thousand years. So you don't know what. Yeah, you know, he's been watching YouTube or something. I guess I don't know. It's just weird. It's it's gonna be weird to see a, the Rock in a superhero. Movie yeah, that too. He's the Rock. And he's gonna be going up against like Shazam, like Zachary Levi Shazam. That's weird. Also, no, not not yet. Not, not yet. Eventually, but eventually he will. Yeah. Right. Um. Just Other than that, the short. Flash. The Flash had an interesting concept art, and a little yeah. They small showed here and there his his new suit. Yeah. Flash fans I saw were excited because it's more akin to like it's actually like a suit. It's like tight to his body. Yeah, you know what it remind me of? What's that? Green Lantern, and Green Lantern suit from the Green Lantern movie. Really? Yeah, the concept art kind of remind me of that, and the way he described it, like how it had the light kind of lining flowing through him and talking about how it's organic like i'm like doesn't this exactly describe the green lantern organic suit that had light flowing through it and shit so i don't know they're 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 kind of stepping on toes there yeah i don't know but we gotta wait and see i don't know i th- 
I, th- I thought it looked good. I thought it looked more like classic Flash. I didn't like the weird um, Build-A-Blocks Lego-looking Flash costume in Justice League. Oh, I kind of I, I like that. Like it. I like that. I, I I like it for the same reason I like the the new Batman costume. It has the same function stuff, like form and function style. You know, like it, it looks like the the guy made it with what he had around him. Oh, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But um, but on a story point, like on a story level, what what's interesting about this Flash movie is, I think they're doing Flashpoint, which they didn't say clearly, but I think they're definitely taking inspiration from Flashpoint story and multiverse. They're doing some multiverse. time travel multiverse thing because definitely multiverse. One picture, related. one picture of the concept art had the Michael Keaton Batman. So yeah, that's a that's a mic drop if there's ever been one. You see Michael Keaton's like, Batman. You can't just casually it? put that in there. No, that's purposeful, dude. That's that's a tease and a half. But here's the interesting thing, because like literally the other day, uh, like this was like confirmed that Ben Affleck's Batman is gonna return in that movie. So Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, so Ben Affleck so Batfleck is coming back officially, not in his own movie, but in a Flash movie. But also Michael Ke- Michael Keaton's Batman nineteen eighty nine is gonna be in this movie. So, we there's three Batmans now, and in one movie we're gonna have two Batmans and Michael Keaton Batman 1989 that we haven't seen for since before I was born. Like that's insane to me. My mind blows up at that. Which means I can hold out hope for a Batman Beyond oh, starring Michael yes, Keaton please. as old Bruce Wayne. Yes, please. I really hope that's where they're going with it. I really hope it's. I really hope it's Gotham that like that Gotham from the Tim Burton movies and it's like it's 50 years in the future and it's like now Batman Beyond level kind of like I could see that like I could literally see that you know just the idea of returning to a, a different movie universe and it's like way darker than what it was used to being and it's like oh my god I, I really hope uh, they do something like that yeah yeah but see that's what I mean now like DC finally it's like they've realized that they have all these characters. They have all these possibilities and potentials, and they're like finally, like, like really, like you know, they have the balls to do it. They have the balls to do something. They're saying like, yeah, who well, cares if there's three Batman's at one particular time? Let's do it. Yeah, but still, I don't know. I, I feel like both DC and Marvel are gonna burn themselves out this way. Eventually, everything burns out, bro. The sun's gonna burn out eventually. You know, all life burns. Yeah, but like, like it, that, isn't that the, isn't this, that the classic like, story? Here's what I think. I think if there's something I'm more excited for within the next ten years of in in specifically superhero movies, it's gonna be DC's movies for sure. Like as it goes right now, um, what like what would you say like to that? If you, you probably don't care about it, or like probably don't have as much of a no, no, I'm definitely thing, but, more excited for DC's movies. I've always been more excited right? for DC yeah. stuff in general. Okay. I've never liked Marvel stuff, ever. Um, I think the movies are well-made and they're fun, and I had a good time with Infinity War and and that one, but, like, I've been waiting for some decent DC content to come back to the big screen, Yeah, and it's just been a while, and um, I just think, you know... Yeah, it's good and all, but, like, how, how long... 
again, like I think we had this conversation, like half hour conversation, like how long can this really last for? Yeah. Um, just recasting over and over and over again and, and different interpretations on the same characters over and over again. And I think like eventually like the genre of movies is going to become as niche as it is in comic books to where there's no way I can take the time necessary for me to get into the comic book genre for superhero stuff because the amount of backstory and information I need to get into a current Batman story is insane. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with some of these later movies 15 years down the line. It's like, if you're continuing off the same storyline, like how much information does someone need to know for them to be able to interpret what's going on? It's like, it's just going to become more and more niche and then people are going to get more and more complacent about the recastings and whatnot. So it's just, I don't know. I'll enjoy it while I can. Well, that's the only thing we can do. Enjoy it while it's here. Because, yeah. yeah, eventually the day will come where it's not the mainstream, you know, probably. That might come later rather than sooner or sooner rather than later. But I think in the meantime, like, while we get to that point, you know, the idea of treating the superhero genre as any genre, as, like, a comedy, as a drama, as an action, giving it that kind of range of flexibility and saying within that now do whatever like open sandbox like you know you can make you can make a kids movie like shazam and you know people can have a great time with that still treat it be like commit to it commit to the idea of what you're trying to do and then you can have a full range opposite side of the spectrum movie like joker that really commits to what it's trying to do and you know like that's the idea of that is what i'm more looking forward to than anything is just that it's 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 gonna be more diverse type of superhero movies now not just the team up action fucking adventure that we've seen a billion times because as much as i love seeing it you know i I love every marvel movie that comes or you know i don't want to sound like that i'll watch every one of them that comes out and I'll, i'll appreciate them for what they are and what they do but the thing that really excites me is like creating something new and telling a different kind of story and you know it and i i might think a little different than you in that way but if it gets me to do a little homework or, or like points me in the direction of a new story or a book or something like I find that interesting you know it's like the the Dark Knight trilogy is what made me want to read Batman year one so you know I always right. think like there's these like doors open and close and stuff like that so that, but that's that's yeah. someone like I'm sort of like sort of personifying myself as a general customer like how mm-hmm. how many people are willing to spend how much money to buy the necessary comics to understand the comic that they want to read and how much are they willing to invest how much time are they willing to invest into understanding something or in getting the background information yeah. to understand something and that's where i feel the superhero genre is going to go because the more and more of these stories come out that are where it's necessary to know everything else that happened before in terms of marvel or the amount of recasts and reimaginings of the same characters happen over and over again in terms of DC it's just going to drive away the general audience it'll mm-hmm. keep guys like you around because no, obviously for sure. you're willing to put it but I'm talking about how are they able to survive the general audience and then if they don't have the budget to make you know these expensive projects how how good can the quality of majority of them be so okay that's that's fair i think but here's the thing though like that's literally the climate like the type of hollywood we live in now or that we've been living in 
right? Like in our lifetime, how many Spider-Mans have there been? How many Batmans have there been? Not even our lifetime, but say within the last like 10 years, within just a contained amount of time, there's been more reboots, more sequels, more franchises. Like what you're talking about that could be that potential 10 to 15 years from now is what I believe like what we're in or what we've like potentially crossed or like it's yeah. it's what we're in right now i would say that kind of i don't care to see dream. another spider-man movie hmm? i don't i don't care to see another spider-man movie but you'll still see it like or, or maybe not no, you I won't. No, no, no. okay fine fair i don't know what you'll do <laughs> maybe you won't but the average you know uncle sam and fucking his nephew they're still gonna watch it like these stories that's at the end of the day the reason a spider-man movie that you know it's the fifth spider-man movie that came out in a decade it's gonna make a billion dollars is because these are classic stories. These are like mythical tales. And we've talked about this before again. It's just like the same thing. It's just like they, they won't get old. They'll be told new and in different ways. And like like Spider-Man got rebranded or, or, you know, personified in a new way through Miles Morales. And like that's open up. That's going to open up like a whole new like longevity for the character and a new way to engage with that character. So there's what we see today and who knows what 10 20 years from now what batman's gonna be they're already talking about the next batman's gonna be a person of color right so like in 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 the comic book sense in the yeah so i don't know like i i'm i'm trying to remain more hopeful that we don't just crash and burn with these type of movies like it's cool that like this is just a growing medium a growing genre and i know you're talking from the side of the general audience but like I would disagree with you in that sense because if that was true then we would have seen like a downward arc of 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 like the box office or like at the rate these movies are being made but we've only ever been seeing a growth you know what i mean yeah but then the biggest event just happened so everything's gonna go downhill from now okay i guarantee it so because sony and marvel yeah 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 i don't know it could it could go downhill or it could go uphill i don't know like you say you said it was a growing genre it's not. It's the biggest thing on the planet, dude. Well, it's exponentially growing. Yeah, it's it's at this point it's the biggest thing, and you know, it wasn't at at not too long ago. Like literally, like fifteen years ago, I could say it was not yeah. the biggest thing. It was campy. It was laughed at. We had movies like Daredevil and Fantastic Four, right? Remember that? Like that that was the era. That was it, and you come from that to an Avengers Endgame and have the results that that has and movies like Joker. And like, to me, it seems like now this is like the next chapter to to that, you know, you go from, I don't know, you know, you could be right. In all fairness, you could be absolutely right. Like that could have been the peak. They might run out of, uh, out of steam in the engine or I just want to be hopeful. I want to think that as far as general audiences go, their interests will stay in touch with the characters and the stories and that won't go anywhere. But yeah, you could be right too. I think people overestimate the amount of good stories that each comic book character has or each popular comic book character has. And I think studios are going to overestimate that as well to where, you know, they're probably going to, you know, now they got X-Men and the Fantastic Four, they'll, they'll exhaust both of those within the next, you know, I want to say 10 to 15 years, their top storylines, just like they exhausted all of the main Marvel cast's top to- storylines with both Civil War and the Thanos plotline. So it's like they only have so much content left before they need to start rehashing stuff that's already been done before. 
but when it was done, it was new. Sure. And I don't know. No, it's, that's that's they're not going to do the same Iron Man story this like twice. At that point, they're probably just going to make a new. It'll be a different Iron Man. It'll be like a girl, or it'll be, you know, something else. Like yeah. And and at that point, whether it's successful or not, you know, we'll see. We'll see exactly. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, I um, I, I don't know. I, you 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 got you wanted to talk about Aquaman and Shazam still. You want to talk more about that or? Uh well, they got they got short little panel yeah. sessions. They, they got the short end um, of the stick. I think like there was not much to talk about other yeah. than Shazam got no. a title, which sounds stupid. well. They're they're two years out, so <laughs> yeah. Um, Shazam got a title, yeah. Fury of the Gods, which is something. Yeah, I don't know what that Here's means. A, I don't know much. I don't know either. It, I think there's because it has stuff to do with gods and. I don't know. Shazam was cool though, so I'll watch the second one. Um, um, and then Aquaman is set to get a sequel that's more serious this time around. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Which is, uh, okay. I don't know what that means because it's Aquaman. So go for it. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's all. I'll I don't really know what other villains they have for Aquaman. Well, they got they, already they have... got Manta. They didn't. They kind of ended him on a cliffhanger a little bit, literally. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but something about the Aquaman story that kind of gets me interested is um, the director, James Wan, he wants to make um, a movie about the trench. So, you know, the trench, like from the first movie, the, the scene when they like dive into the, the deepest pit of the ocean and there's those like black creatures or those creatures that are chasing them. And um, they like look like fucking like, I don't even know how to describe them, like fucking fish people crustacean fish creatures like i don't know you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah yeah lovecrafty and stuff yeah yeah exactly so and and arguably that was like the best scene in the movie like that's when it, it like tr- it did something cool and unique and yeah so he apparently james wan wants to make a movie entirely about like that world within aquaman and make it like a true to form horror film and apparently that might happen before aquaman 2 i'm not entirely sure but I don't yeah. think they talked about it in DC fandom, which is kind of weird. Um, it just feels like the director kind of like, you know, getting hard jerking off his own scene a little too much. It's it's a lot you know of that. I mean? It's definitely that. He Yeah, for sure. But he's a... He, like, give credit where credit's due. It's a fucking cool shot. Yeah. Cool scene. But it's like... No, no, you're right. You it, it is that, but he is a horror director. Like, that's his, that's his niche, I guess, or whatever. So if... This is what I'm saying. You know, if DC can say, bro green light thumbs up to you make a horror trench movie you know i'm in bro like it could be like guardians of the galaxy like, i don't know what the fuck guardians of the galaxy was before the movie came out oh it's a comedy it, it's gonna be funny and cool looking and whatever um all right yeah i'll watch it and it ended up being a great movie so like i'm open to surprises i'm open to things that i'm not aware of that can be cool and yeah so show yeah <laughs> that's that's it from dc i think yep which is actually quite a bit it's a lot. It's a lot of DC stuff. Hey everyone, Cheney here. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Mythic Morons, where we constantly post updates on what movies we're watching, what movies you should join in on. Send us a DM, give us your thoughts, um, leave us a review on whatever you listen to your podcasts on, and uh, please join us in the next episode, which should be going up right as we post this one, um, where we're continuing our complete Star Wars saga discussion. So um, we're talking about Attack of the Clones this time around. And uh, we'd like if you stopped by and gave it a listen. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheney out.